All right, hey, what's going on? Gizcast is back after uh, a very long hiatus. So, yeah, sorry I've been gone for, for so long. This definitely was not planned to be gone for months. It's been almost half a year since I've done one of these, so it's been a, a pretty long time. Funny thing is, is I actually recorded one uh, in between that time. It was after I did a tournament. I competed at a tournament called Grappling Industries, and I actually pulled down two silvers, and I didn't upload them. So, I should have. I've just been, uh, it was hard for me to, I guess, do these consistently. And I decided to go back and just leave these on the uh, Blacker Than Black Times Infinity podcast. And so all that stuff is, uh, you're, you're already getting content every week. And this would just be an addition to that. So I won't have as much pressure to keep putting out a podcast with just me every week so this this should be a little bit easier and uh i know i used to do a lot of these when i was at the gym doing with other people that i trained with but now that i have you know a toddler it's a little bit more difficult because i can't stay after um as long um to talk to somebody to you know to do a podcast with so that's the main reason why i haven't put these out as often and i just haven't haven't been doing them in the car because i've been listening to a lot of audiobooks I'm sorry, that's kind of a shitty excuse, but I kind of got pretty deep into uh, listening to some old school sci-fi. So I've been listening to, you know, Robert A. Heinlein and uh, Isaac Asimov. So if y'all wanted to, this is not jiu-jitsu related, but uh, there's a couple of books that I listened to recently. One of them was uh, Stranger in a Strange Land, which is a great book. Um, I read that when I, when I was a kid, and I kind of forgot that the book started. It's like a sci-fi book, but in the end, it ends up kind of being this weird sex cult, which is kind of funny. And then... Um, I also listened to uh, Isaac Asimov's The Foundation series, so I listened to the first two, and those have been really interesting. So, that's just a, a quick update to, to why I've been gone, but I'll be putting these out uh, more often. I'm not going to commit to a schedule this time, though, so it'll just be when I get time, and it'll be just in addition to the Blacker Than Black Times Affinity podcast. So, all my friends, I'll let you know when I when I upload these. Um, I put it on my, my personal page, and... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, you guys will know when I, when I put these out. So if you're still a fan, if you're hung in there with me, you're just patiently waiting on me to put out another podcast, I'll, I'll just notify you guys um, when I put them out. And I'll also notify um, Gina, who's the uh, who puts out the emails for um, Mauricio for the um, the Koa Gym. So all you jiu-jitsu guys that train with me, you guys will know. I, I'll try to get these in the, in the newsletters um, when I put these out. So that'll be that. Um now, like I said, I haven't stopped training at all. I've, I've been steadily getting better. You know, I've been working on more stuff, and it's been uh, it's been really fun. Uh, recently, I've been trying to get better at my, my full guard because it's been uh, pretty shitty for for a while. Um, it's actually not that bad. It's just bad compared to like my half guard. So that's the main reason why I don't use it. But I've been trying to use it a lot more now, um, especially in the gi, because I feel like uh, full guard is a lot easier for me to control in the gi. Um, Mauricio showed me a long time ago, um, well, showed all of us. He, he did a class on, like, doing this uh, technique where you basically lock somebody's shoulder up. It's kind of like you sort of have, like, a semi-triangle, sort of, with both of their arms in, but you lock one shoulder. And uh, I've really been working on that to set up arm bars and sleeves and stuff like that. So just with the geek, because I feel like I can get the cross-collar 
um, grip and then also from the other side pull their other arm through the other end so and that'll pull their shoulder down so I can get the shoulder lock um, and by using the cross collar grip I can break their uh, their posture pretty easily so I, I've been liking I, I like to do that one a lot now and I've been working on my arm bars from uh, from the full guard even though I don't like doing them but using that shoulder lock technique um, gets them kind of stuck in place um, to make, and it helps me <laughs> set things up a little bit better because I still I mean I can get angles a lot better now but it's still a little difficult for me because my legs aren't that long and uh, yeah I'm just learning how to get better angles and that shoulder lock kind of sets up the angle for you automatically so I've been kind of working on little you know quote unquote hacks here and there on how to get my, my angles a little bit better and uh, it kind of led me to like this epiphany of like uh, Jiu Jitsu is kind of weird it's kind of like it gives you these superpowers uh, when you first start doing Jiu Jitsu like everybody's so much better than you and at least you know when I started I was like I didn't know how I was going to get that good you know I was just like you guys can do all these things that I can't do like triangles and these you know everybody people had good guards they could armbar easily from the guard you know they had these these really cool techniques and uh this is stuff that you know i didn't think i'd ever be able to do like i was really frustrated with uh particular particularly like triangles because i was like you know i just you know i was really i'm, I'm kind of stocky but now i'm not as stocky because i lost weight but by the time when i first started i was over 200 pounds and you know just me to try to get the triangle right was just like it seemed like an impossible task and you know uh you know, Mauricio and everybody else told me, you know, you, you got to get better angles. And, you know, I, I I understood. I thought I understood, you know, oh, you know, just better angles. So I was like, but I just can't get the angle because, you know, I'm not flexible enough. I'm not blah, blah, blah. I just got a bunch of really fucking shitty excuses on why I thought I couldn't do something instead of just really putting in the time and trying to work. I mean, I worked at it, but I think I really needed just the, uh, the mad time and the experience to really understand what that angle was because... You know, for somebody to say, you know, step on the hip and then turn your body, I mean, that's all well and good. It's it's good to say, I mean, yeah, that's what you do, but you don't really understand that until you do it enough, you know, until you really step on the hip and get that proper angle. Because I tell people that now, and they still kind of don't get it. Like, they'll look at me and they're like, what do you mean step on the hip and, like, turn your body? But that's really what it is. You just step on the opposite hip, and when you press away, it automatically turns your body the right direction. So, <clears throat> but really understanding that and the fundamentals is just like you're not – you really just gotta you gotta drill it more you know what I mean and after drilling it you really have to put it in practice like at, when you're rolling you have to really do it because drilling it it's good you know to understand how to do it the basic movement to do it but unless you're doing it in a roll in my opinion like you're not gonna know if it's really gonna work because you know when you're drilling usually they're not gonna give you that much um, resistance and so I think it's better for me to really feel like what it's like to get to cut it a really good angle on somebody that's resisting you know what I mean? So that's why I like doing it. I like doing it in both scenarios. You know, obviously to learn, it's better to drill. But to really hammer down and really tighten up that technique, um, you got to do it in a roll. You know, you got to figure out how to do it in a, in, a, in a roll. And I've said it, you know, multiple times. For, for me, you know, um, the best time to, to really uh, work on a technique, if it's something new or something you need to work on, is do it in a roll right after you drilled it. Because right after you drilled it, it should already be in your mind on how you should be able to set it up. And then once you start you know rolling you, you got to figure out a way how to get to that same exact setup from a roll and it's not going to be this probably the same way that you did it in the drill you got to get kind of creative which kind of leads me to a you know another point in, in jiu-jitsu and it's um creativity is really uh understated i think in jiu-jitsu like i i haven't heard of a, like a lot of people are 
you know, at least that I've heard of, you know, when I go online and, and watch a lot of videos and, and listen to you know, a lot of people, I don't, I don't hear people put enough emphasis on being creative with, with techniques. Um, even when you're learning, I, I guess after you've learned some of the basics, um, I say some of the basics because, I mean, the basics, is, the basics to me is kind of like stuff that you can always fall back on, right? I mean, doing like really cool flashy moves, um, they're neat and all, but usually it's the, the more basic moves that, that, that win. And uh, for me, it's kind of like the, I'm getting more creative on how to get to make entries into those more basic movements like arm bars and uh, now I'm doing you know more leg attacks and stuff like that I'm just trying to learn better entries into what I already know so instead of me doing like a normal Kimura you know I'm trying to do a Kimura from like odd angles like when somebody's trying to take me down and they leave an arm out I'm going immediately for that Kimura grip instead of you know <clears throat> trying to just do it from you know my guard or from my half guard or you know if we're just you know kind of locking up I'm immediately look, immediately immediately gonna look for that arm anytime I see a space um, between their elbow and like their ribs if there's like you know two or you know three or four inches in there if I see that space uh, if I can fit my arm in there safely I'm gonna go for it you know and, and go for that Kimura but for me that's the basic um, that's all I'm looking for in the Kimura is that space like a little chicken wing with that arm you know if that arm is is, is out and I got that space between that elbow and that in that rib cage, man. I'm I'm gonna go for it, and uh, that's something that I just didn't see before. But it's something that you need when you're doing the basics, right? You can't obviously do a Kimura if somebody's elbows are in, like it's pretty much impossible. So um, that's been really cool for me to do. And um, recently, I've been trying to work on my uh, my mount because I don't really like mount that much. I know it's weird for for people to to hear, but I mean, unless I'm gonna punch somebody in the face, I don't like to do it. Uh, because I feel like I don't have as much I don't I don't say I don't have I don't have as much I don't have as many skills to submit somebody from mount yet I'm working on it but I feel like you know my S mount I feel like I'm always kind of off base a little bit and uh, I mean I could do it if I go to S mount it's gonna be like for a split second just so I can go for the armbar but I know a lot of people uh, that are better at S mount especially if they have longer legs they can lock you in that S mount and you're pretty screwed for a while like you're you know, if your arms are like kind of crisscrossed and heavy in the S mount, and you're not really going anywhere, but I can't get in that position yet. Um, but I've been working on it. Uh, recently, I've been just been trying to get a really high mount on somebody, and then working one of their arms away from their body up above their head. Uh, for me, that's been a really good way to uh, to finish something um, from the mount. <coughs> um, usually, I try to just get a straight arm lock out of it, or work into a an Americana just trying to get you know that arm away from that body just separating you know singling out an arm getting away from the body and uh, even if they flip me over from that position if their arm is still away from their body I'm still gonna get the, some some sort of arm lock usually um, so that's been uh, that's been really cool to to really put put in my arsenal and also now that I've been doing this for a while uh, I've actually gone back to some techniques that I kind of threw out of my arsenal for a while so um, for me, my favorite position is probably side control, which anybody that rolls in me know that that's, that's what I try to get to. Even if I go to mount, I'll go to mount for like a second and I'll just I'll, I'll go right back to side control because that's that's just where I feel more comfortable and where I have the most options. And in the gi, I used to do a, a move called the uh, the ninja choke. And for me, when I first learned it, uh, it was a very high percentage finish with the ninja choke. I'll put it in the description. I think I talked about it before. It's basically where I finish somebody with uh, my own gi, my own lapel. Uh, from side control 
And when I first started doing it, it was pretty high percentage, and then pretty high percentage finish. And then people, you know, started learning my tricks, and it went to like maybe the 60% range or maybe 50% range finishing. And so I just kind of threw it out of my, <clears throat> out of my, you know, submission portfolio, so to speak. And uh, then I learned of a new way to finish it because for me, like the way I was finishing it is, uh, I'll link the, the 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 finish in the probably put it in the video, but. Basically, I have to feed my own lapel around the guy's, around the opponent's head, and then I would basically like put my body on the other side of them, like kind of like a north-south choke, and then I would just kind of pull on my own lapel, keeping it tight, and that would usually finish it. But it would take like a lot of strength for me to pull, and I have really bad wrist and, and hands. Like, I already had surgery on one of my wrists, and my hand got crushed a couple months back, and it still isn't right. And so my grips are not that great. I don't, I don't like using them in jiu-jitsu at all. Um, for, for that long anyway. I can do grips, but I just don't like to burn them out because my, my hands will burn out quick. Um, and so for me, I was like spending too much time trying to finish that position. And so now I learn instead of trying to just pull from like the bottom, like my bottom hand, what I'll do now is I'll uh, get the same grip, but I'll get their head underneath like my forearm and I'll pull a little bit, but I'll also just put my, my elbow up. So it forces their head down and it'll choke them and that put my percentage back up to it was 100% up until recently when um, uh, there's a purple belt by the name of Leo that I uh, that used to come and do jiu-jitsu and uh, I used to always love rolling with him because he was uh, uh, he was bigger than me he's a pretty strong guy but um, he his technique was really good because he would he was the first guy that I rolled with that was really good at uh, inverting a Baron Bolo so for me it was really fun to roll with him because he was a big guy but when you roll with him it was like it was like he was real kind of flowy and he would just like you would, you would just fall in his submissions and stuff so it was pretty cool but um he recently just came back to to jiu-jitsu after some injuries and he broke my streak of, of of using that technique to finish i couldn't get my my forearm underneath the back of his head to finish it and he got out of it i was like god damn it but it's still pretty high percentage finish for me um and it's been a it's been a lot of fun so yeah and, and other uh jiu-jitsu news um it's been kind of cool to be able to sort of emulate some of the people that kind of inspired me in jiu-jitsu. So there was a, a gentleman by the name of Will who was a brown belt when I first started doing jiu-jitsu. And this is a story I always love to tell um, with people that start doing jiu-jitsu as like a white belt or even like, you know, guys that are, you know, higher belts. Is, <clears throat> this is the first time I felt like... I don't want to say real jiu-jitsu because the, the guys, when I was a new white belt, obviously I'll get submitted a lot. But uh, this is the first time when I rode this this guy that I felt like I was rolling with somebody that was like, I was so far, he was so far out of my league. It was like rolling with an alien. It was, it was crazy because I didn't know he was a brown belt at the time. And it was like maybe a month or two after I started doing jiu-jitsu and I started feeling comfortable doing jiu-jitsu. And uh, he was a super nice guy, you know, um, and he asked me to roll. And I was like, sure, you know, I'll roll. So I go to roll with him. And as soon as we start like rolling I felt immediately like super uncomfortable because it was just like not uncomfortable like with what he was doing but just like how easily he could manipulate my body into being where he wanted my body to go like it was a feeling that I never felt up until that point and the fact that everybody else that I rolled, rolled with up until that point they would submit me but I would kind of know it was coming a little bit you know what I mean and, but I I couldn't stop it but I knew like, oh, you know, I'm in, I'm going to get triangled. So fuck. Oh, I'm in armbar position. God damn, I'm screwed. But uh, Will was the first guy that I rolled with where 
he would submit me in transition. So basically, he would let me, well, I would feel like I was doing good. I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to get a sweep or I'm going to get a better position. But as soon as I started getting into that better position, all of a sudden I was magically submitted. And I was just like, what the hell is going on here? It was almost like I was rolling with like a magician. It was, it was like the weirdest thing in the world. And uh, I always wonder like how he did that. And now I kind of understand. Like he was basically just letting me just fall into all these positions. Because he knew like from positions, he knew where I was going to go. Like he knew I only had so many options as a white ball and like where I was going to go. And he was just going to let me do it. He was just going to be like, okay, you're going to probably pass in this direction. So I'm going to let you pass, but you're going to fucking pay for it. And so I always wonder how he did that, but now I kind of get it. So now when I roll with, with white belts, um, I'm just rolling now just to see what they'll give me. And then I'll s submit them after, you know, they give me something. I'm not trying to force a submission on, on white belts. I'm just trying to, like, flow. And then when I see something open, when I see something open, then I'll just take it, you know. But before, those weren't even an option. Like, I would have to force my way into submissions and just kind of it wasn't always bullied but it's just like it kind of is like you have to muscle to get into certain positions you know what i mean or you have to like super telegraph shit and i i, I don't like doing that at least with like white belts you know I, when i'm running with somebody that's you know my skill or above you know obviously i have to like work to get submissions harder but with uh with white belts it's kind of cool because you know it's, it's fun to like have them go you know 100 percent and then see what they're going to do because they, sometimes they show me something new and I'll end up in like some funky ass new position but I'll, I'll still end up in a place where I can submit and so I still learn from rolling with white belts because I'm going to end up somewhere possibly new so it, it's kind of cool doing it that way for me because I think we can both learn something instead of you know just me going to my A game and just getting submissions you know what I mean because it's not fun you know especially for me now like if I'm just going to do shit that I always do I'm not really going to learn anything new so just kind of going out of my my comfort zone that's where you know going back again to you know using my half guard and stuff like that it's been pretty cool to to go back to there and see what I can do from I'm sorry going back to full guard and see what I can do from full guard now it's uh it's pretty neat you know I'm, I'm really this is a really fun time for me to be doing jiu-jitsu um every day I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm ending up in some new funky position and just trying to learn how to get a submission out of that I, I'm I'm loving it. You know, I, I love jiu-jitsu before, but it's kind of like falling in love with jiu-jitsu all over again. So I'm, I'm going to try to compete some more. I know there's another Grappling Industries tournament coming up in uh, August. It's on a Saturday, so I, I can do it. Uh, but I know, like, August for me is going to be busy because on the 11th is that Grappling Industries tournament. And then the next week on, like, the Friday is my birthday. The day after that is my 20th year uh, anniversary, 20-year uh, reunion for uh, high school. And then... Right after, the day after that is a wedding so it's like damn it's like back to back to back to back to back so but still i'll, I'll probably do it anyway because I, I haven't competed in like two or three months so yeah gotta get back into it so anyway um i'm actually driving to fanime right now so i'm gonna <clears throat> cut this a little bit short oh it's been it's been a little bit maybe 20 30 minutes or whatever so um yeah i uh, i'll get back to doing these and uh thank you for watching this i'm sorry for everybody I was looking forward to these coming out on a regular basis. So I'll try to get back to doing these more. Um, I just, I'm just not going to commit to a schedule anymore. So yeah, that's it. I'm out of here. Peace.